If you have found yourself here, you are probably a mom to a new baby and are searching for answers and ways to navigate this hard season of motherhood. You may be experiencing postpartum mood and anxiety disorders and wondering just when you will feel like you again. I'm Chassie Cox, a postpartum mood and anxiety survivor, a mama to five and a certified trauma-informed life coach. Together, let's begin this journey of healing and self-discovery, layer by layer, so you can find you and be the mama you desire to be. Welcome back to the podcast. I have a special guest with us today. Her name is Katie and she is a former Brave as a Mother private client of mine. And Katie wasn't just a private client of mine, but she was my first Brave as a Mother client. And she now is a dear friend and a coach herself. And I wanted to bring her on here to tell us her story and how she found herself in motherhood, but also realized she needed deeper coaching or more support postpartum. So Katie, First of all, let's start off with who are you and tell us all about you and we'll go from there. Sure. Um, So hi, um, I'm Katie. Um, So I guess I can start like at the end and then jump to the beginning. Um, So like how I found Chassie was because um, I was looking for something different and towards um I would say like three months postpartum I was crying every day and I was just like anxious about everything like I couldn't sleep like I just couldn't like function so one of the things that I did was I was like there's gotta be like someone specific out there for postpartum so I took to Instagram and I'm like I'm gonna look up this word like I don't even know what it is but I'm gonna look up postpartum something so I started doing that and then chassis came up right away and it was like amazing because I was like oh my god this is a thing and I think you know it's not talked about a lot like that there are people out there to help and that's when I found chassis and um so that was like the end of the journey and like now I can go back to the beginning right so in the beginning of it um, I was pre-birth. I could talk about that, like yeah. pregnancy. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm really into like meditation and all that kind of stuff in my own coaching practice. So like I was doing the most like meditating with baby in the belly, like doing all those good things, doing stretches, doing yoga. Like I had like an awesome pregnancy. I was feeling great. Um, hormones were high. So I was like, you know, I was generally feeling good. So going into birth, I really didn't have any, like, like any worries to be honest. Like I was just like, pregnancy was fine. Like, great. Okay. Let's do it. Like I can do birth. No problem. I was doing, um, the thing, like, it's, uh, it's like almost like affirmations for pregnancy that you like say, and that you recall when you're giving birth. So I like did all those things. Um, and then when I, um, went into labor, I had to, um, get induced because I had complications at the end. Um, so that was unexpected, but also I still at that point was not 
nervous. Like I was not anxious. I was like, all right, great. Let's do that. You know? So, um, during my whole birth, I was like, my mind was like, fine. If that makes sense. Like yeah. my mind is clear. Like I'm like, I'm going to do this all that kind of stuff. But all the things that I expected to happen didn't happen or like just things like I, that I didn't know about happened. Um, so that definitely like impacted me, I think a little bit. Um, and also took like three days, which is like very extreme. So yeah, I was in, birthing is very extreme. <laughs> so extreme. So yeah, I was like induced for three days. Um, but you know, basically just like all little things, like, you know, my water didn't break, like, uh, I had to get an epidural, which I didn't want to do, you know, just like little things throughout like the birthing process, like the cord was around her neck at the end, like just little things that came up that I was just like, oh, <laughs> like what did, did, you, did you have a set birthing plan or did you go into it just like open-minded? Um, I would say a little of both. Like I, I definitely had like a loose plan. Cause I, oh, I also had a doula, which mm-hmm. I think it should be talked about. So like, yeah, for sure. Similar to like how your a postpartum coach doula is a birth coach, pretty much yeah. like support person. Um, coach. Yeah. Yeah. And that was made a huge difference for me in my birth. Like if she wasn't there, I don't know like how, how it would have really worked because I was not eating for three days. I was like drinking like soup broth and like water. And she was like making me sniff like oils and like lavender and like lemon when I was feeling nauseous or I was feeling nervous. She like lit the can. So once I had, um, basically I was finally like almost fully dilated um she shut all the lights off she put candles around the room she put like essential oil diffuser in the room to like set the tone you know what I mean so it it. like really had a calming state but um (laughs) anyway so the calm was there and I think that's important to understand because like you can have an amazing like pregnancy or birth and like feel good about it, but still have postpartum. Yeah, absolutely. So I, you know what I mean? And I think that's, I don't think that's talked about. It's not talked about. Like, (laughs) it's like, you can still have a pretty okay birth and then you can still have postpartum depression, anxiety, even if you didn't have any during your pregnancy either, like you stated. Exactly. And I was like riding the high of the hormones, the whole pregnancy, like I honestly felt better pregnant like then than normally, you know, which yeah. is like just funny to think about. Um, but yeah, obviously gave birth finally and <laughs> all was well. Um baby was healthy, right? She was healthy. Baby's healthy, baby's everything's healthy. good. Yeah. Um, stay in hospital for like a day or two, and then like a week, I think that next week and a half, I was in and out of the hospital for high blood pressure basically and um preeclampsia which again is postpartum preeclampsia postpartum preeclampsia which is very rare too by the way yeah yeah so and I think also people don't talk about preeclampsia enough because it's I I didn't know it was like as normal as it is like I had a lot of feelings about having preeclampsia because 
no one ever talked to me about like I never heard it from a mom or from like someone pregnant or someone I knew like about preeclampsia and then as after birth like directly after like two months after as I'm talking about it I don't know you then you you hear like this oh yeah I had that too oh yeah this person had it. oh yeah that person it's like wow no one mentioned to me once before all this happened right no and like I think it's the same thing with like postpartum like like no one talks about it which is why coaching is so great Mm -hmm. um but yeah so I had complications so in in that time in and out right I was like very very anxious about my own health like my own being like am I good like I knew like my husband was taking care of the baby I wasn't breastfeeding so I wasn't worried about feeding the baby which was a good help for me when I needed to like figure out what was going on with me so she was good so most of my anxiety came from myself you know like am I good am I okay like can I sleep through the night like am I gonna be okay just like it's all my those like preeclampsia and a comeback. Am I gonna have yes. blood pressure? I have right? high blood pressure. I've never been on blood pressure pills. You know, I'm only 30. Like, yeah. this is weird. It makes me anxious. Like, why do I have to check my blood pressure every day? Like, that was like really bad for me. Like, it just didn't help my mental health while I'm trying to recover and like take care of my newborn baby and like celebrate the birth you know yeah not including your hormones going crazy sleep deprivation fears of maybe going back in the hospital and can I mention your other disease that you oh yeah yeah (laughs) and your autoimmune disease um that you struggle with and you need lots of sleep to be healthy and maybe you can touch on that real quick too yeah yeah so one of the things um, that happened to me in my early 20s is I got fibromyalgia and it's called the mixed connective tissue. So it's um, it's not lupus, but it has similar symptoms. So they kind of classify it underneath that. Mm-hmm. Um, so you really don't have issues getting pregnant. This is what like my rheumatologist told me like all throughout my 20s. Like you have no issues getting pregnant, but you will have complications. And they were 100% right. (laughs) Um, But they don't describe what those complications are because they don't know because autoimmune has everything to do with like your nervous system and like being pregnant has everything to do with your nervous system and your hormones and everything. So um, that kind of tied into my anxiety after birth because I, it's almost like I knew the crash was going to happen, but I didn't think it would happen then mm-hmm. if that made sense like mm-hmm. yeah um and then just knowing how my body has to be with these conditions in a normal situation <laughs> mm-hmm. and then having all these complications afterwards made me very very like anxious yeah. um of just like how am I going to like just get back to like home base of like how I feel Regulated. you know, every day. <laughs> yeah. And in, in my world of trauma, we call that a regulated nervous system. Like how does, how does Kate and Katie get back to baseline grounded, you know, within her body and feel safe enough, but also take care of her newborn and, mm-hmm. and sleep somewhat sometime in there and heal all of the ways around inside and the outside. Yeah. And like, 
so at that point I was I knew so okay I'm trying to backtrack but before you leave the hospital um me in particular I did midwives which I also think was a great choice for me because they really really care about like your you as a person and like how you're doing and before I left actually I think it was like yeah it was before I left the hospital to come home even though I went back but um they had said you know they explained to my husband like if she's crying it's normal it's hormone you know it's okay this is what it's called like they you know really made sure not just me but he knew what was about to happen right which I really appreciated and they immediately said if it goes beyond like four weeks that's that's a red Red flag flag. (laughs) like she needs extra support yeah yes red flag which I appreciated right um but the issue I think that my husband had is like with my autoimmune disease, I have fluctuations in my nervous system where I do get upset. I do get like, oh my God, I don't feel good. I don't feel good. And then I'm fine. So I think it was hard for him to decipher like, oh, she's, she's going to regulate. It's just, she needs a lot's going on. Does she need more? Right. That's really hard when he's already used to you coming out of it so easily as in you know how to take care of yourself before the baby but then after it's like you couldn't find that regulation like you just tried but it was just too much right exactly exactly but I also think a good part of a midwife experience is so every I think it's like I think it was like three weeks I don't remember but you have to go back postpartum to your your midwife or your gyno and get assessed Mm -hmm. and you know fill out a form that's like how are you feeling are you sad every day you know it's like 10 questions whatever so at that point I was hysterically crying in the office Mm -hmm. like I was super nervous like just being in there I didn't want to be there I didn't want to talk about my blood pressure I didn't want my blood pressure being taken and I literally could not speak. Like as soon as the the midwife came in, I was just crying. And she was so sweet. Like she was just like ta- talking to me, letting me like talk about what was going on and how I'm feeling. And she like made me feel so normal. Like she was just like, this is one of the most common postpartum anxieties. Like you're gonna be okay. It is totally normal. And she's like, but I do think you might want to consider like going on something if we can't course correct here. So she was the one who really like, like, this is why I think the midwife experience is a little different. Like they did not jump to like medication right away. They were like, you need sleep. Yeah. So that was like step one. I, okay. You guys are going to hear this all throughout this podcast, but sleep is like the best medicine for anxiety. Literally. And she was like, you're fatigued. Cause what, and I can go into that too, but she's like, you're f- fatigued, but I think you honestly need uninterrupted sleep. 
Mm-hmm. And for a new mom to hear that, you're just like, what the fuck are you talking about? How, <laughs> how am I going I to do that? <laughs> yeah. Like, how is that going to happen? Um, so um, she recommended, it's like a sleep powder called calm powder that you can get in Walgreens and you mix it into a glass of water and it like gives you that like kind of like a melatonin feel, but it's like stronger so that you like fall asleep. So that was a really big step for my anxiety before finding you, because if I didn't get that, like the, like my mental state back on track by getting some sleep, I probably still would have been very erratic if that makes sense. And like not being able to figure it out. Do you think you would have been able to like, be like able to find help if you hadn't have gotten out of that survival state that you were in that's such high anxiety I think it would have took a long like a longer, longer because like mm-hmm. your partner is also trying to figure out what is going on so like they don't know what is going on you don't especially your first you know like right. you, they don't know you don't know um but once I I did that like every night I had that calm powder Um, I put earplugs in to sleep. I had friends come over and family to do the night shift with the baby Mm -hmm. was a huge difference. Like it wasn't every single day, but it was at least like four days out of the week that I was getting sleep. And then I made that turnaround. And then the next time I went back, they were like, how are you feeling? And I was like, I'm feeling much better. And then they were like, okay, maybe you should talk to a therapist or somebody, you know? And I was like, okay. So uh, they hooked me up with like a social worker therapist person and I gave her a try. Like I tried her out for two, two times, but I just feel like it wasn't working for me. Like it was more just me talking about what's going on, but no actionable results. Mm-hmm. Um, so like as a type A person, that was an issue for me. Um, where if she's telling me to do something, I'm going to do and expect to like go over that thing the next time. Yeah. Um, and that was also a lot of my anxiety, um, postpartum was from being a type A person where I wanted a clear answer Mm -hmm. from the midwives and the hospital doctors and like, just like in general, I wanted to know what to do. And like, there was no answer. And that gave me a lot of anxiety of like, when is this going to end? Like, if I'm feeling this little thing, like, is that something to be concerned about or not? And there's no yes or no. And the answer is always like everyone's body, like reacts to like birth different. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that gave me like a ton of anxiety. And then um once we connected um I was just like okay this could be helpful like I I need something else like as a coach myself I I already knew you know I guess I had an advantage I know the difference between like a therapist and a coach so I already knew that going in like I needed a coach um so I was like okay let me find somebody I found you and literally from the first free call I was just like I'm obsessed. Like I need this. I need her. Like, like, I don't, I don't know. This is exactly what I was talking about. Like just from the first free call, you were like, so like you, I just felt like you understood exactly what I was saying. And you were like, so direct about like, what is the core issue? Even if we like, didn't figure it out, you'd be like, 
no, it has something to do with this. And I'd be like, we're going to figure this out. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. It was great. And I was just like, yeah, literally like I got off the phone with you. I called my best friend, Rachel. And I was just like, give her all my money. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, I love her. Like, this is who I need and like what I need right now. Um, yeah. I still don't know if we ever fully answered the whys, by the way, because we co Katie and I coached together for like eight months. So, but, but we covered enough for her to find that calm and that peacefulness. And a lot of this was, of course, like I always talk about is trauma work. And we used a lot of trauma work to get to why she, 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 you know, came to the result, like sometimes we want that control just because of our past and some trauma things that have happened. And sometimes there's not an answer to everything, but we can find peace sometimes without even the answer. Right. Do you feel like you gain peace and clarity in that way though, at least? Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, I also gained just like so much knowledge of like, just like, like babies, like in general and like what to expect and like what to not expect. Like, it's like different hearing it from someone that's coaching you versus like your own mom or something, if that makes sense. Yes. Like, and as me who has my own coach, yes, like I totally understand that because your mom gives her advice from her beliefs and her point of view and perspective and values, whereas your coach gives you advice from literally neutral. And they're like, so let's just talk about this. And they ask you different questions and allow you to have the space and vulnerability to respond to that question without being judged. Yeah, exactly. Like, and I think like some of the biggest things too, that were so common to me, like working with you was like the, um, I call like the science behind like what is actually going on, like in your mama brain, in your body like with baby like just like all those things that I don't think get explained like I feel like in the hospital they don't tell you any of that they basically just make sure you're feeding the baby and like don't shake the baby and do these bad things you're so right like watch this video (laughs) this is shaking baby syndrome this is this right but they don't tell you like why you're going to feel these emotions too. They just say you might cry and you might this, but no one's like, well, this is why, because you have trauma resurfacing after you have a baby because your baby becomes you in your brain, or like you have all these different insecurities or, you know, all these things come through again after you have a baby, because, you know, like that trauma resurfaces because you're already triggering survival mode when you become a mother and I talk about this all the time, but, but yes. like when you re-trigger your survival mode, which naturally happens after you have a baby to protect you and your baby, all that crap is going to come up and come through, but we don't know what's coming through. We just feel it, but we don't know mentally how, like what the crap's happening. Yes. And especially when you're in like that, this, the, what is it called? Like the, the crux of like postpartum where like, you're not thinking clearly you're Mom freaking Paul. tired. Like like having your voice of reason, even on Voxer, just like in the moment being like, oh, I don't know what's happening. you know, like crying into the phone with you or just being like, help me. Why am I feeling like this at 2am? Whatever it is, you know, like it just feels good to like 
have that support yeah. when in the moment that you need it and not like when you know every one session a week or one session a month even like whatever yes. resources yeah and therapists are amazing like to have that session but a lot of therapists don't do boxer coaching in between which is voice and text messaging to for that in time support that so many moms need on a day-to-day basis because literally one day you'll be triggered all day and the next day you're kind of more cool and chill and then the next day starts all over again so how are we you know how do you yes. take care of yourself if you're not getting that support and you don't know what to do? But I coach through Voxer, like Katie said, and in the moment it's happening so we can get to the root then rather than like, well, let's backtrack and let's, you know, figure out what's going on from a week ago. Right. Yeah. And that, that was a huge help. Just like hearing your voice, like, like a minute later and I'm like, okay, <laughs> like I feel I feel better, you know? <laughs> yeah. And one of the best ways to heal our anxiety too is letting it out, talking about it and yes. allowing our bodies to just feel it and talk about it. And then we don't feel as alone and it's less likely you're going to spiral and go into those panic attacks that happen very Yeah. Quickly. And I, I just think like, as you go through postpartum, like so many other like things like you might get through one like thing with you, but then like you, the next wave is something else that needs to be talked about, <laughs> like and coached on that. Like as your baby grows, kind of like your postpartum evolves. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. That's why I do like six months of coaching. I prefer because each month you're growing as a mother, you're becoming more comfortable or some things, but then you're faced with new challenges each month too, because your baby's evolving and growing and changing. Like, you know, they go to try food for the first time that can cause a lot of anxiety or you and your partner start fighting about different things that you didn't a month ago. And you're like, well, what's going on? Like, what's this problem? Like, I don't know what's happening. You know, like coaching is, it's just, it's postpartum coaching mixed in with relationships and so much relationships and bonding with your baby and just really understanding yourself and finding yourself in motherhood, which is my main goal for all you mamas out there. It's like helping you find yourself. But when you find yourself, you're more available to your partner, to your friends, your family, and of course your baby who's, oh, they're just so cute. I love seeing your babies, by the way. (laughs) Katie's baby is so cute, you guys. I wish you could see her. Can I tell, can I say her name? Yeah. Her name is Rory and she's beautiful and so adorable. And she's how old now? How many months? Oh, she'll be 10 months. 10 months. I can't believe she's almost one. That's I know. I know. But like, I just, yeah. And like one of the, the biggest takeaways I feel like I've had working with you is just like, um, like, what is it called like what I call it when I coach is like how you do one thing is how you do everything mm-hmm. but then when you have a baby how you do one thing is like what's applied to your child <laughs> yeah I don't know how to explain it but you probably have better words for it but no, no like it's so true it's like well I I don't know I think I put a post out a couple of days ago it's just like nothing was going to be the same every time with your baby I think that's what you're kind of trying to say like like one thing will you'll do one way and then the next day like it's going to be different and how can you let it go I think that was my post the other day and like let it go and but also like to like how 
like okay so um if I'm like anxious about food right that's one thing I am anxious about is like okay I'm anxious about giving her new foods like by me being anxious I am like transferring that onto her like subconsciously yes and like I never really thought of it like that until we started you know working together um and then I was like oh shit like that makes sense like you know you like pick up these like habits from your environment and like how you're raised and then I'm like oh like she is gonna feel that energy even if like she doesn't understand right now she's feeling that like you are the co-regulator for your baby yes so any emotion that you feel your baby feels and I recently been studying more about this and it all the way goes back into pregnancy which we've known that and I've talked about that before that they can feel your stress. They can feel your anxiety in pregnancy, but I have learned your third trimester is when they feel it the most because they're so mature inside your stomach. And so the third trimester, if you can be the chillest mom ever, that'd be great. No, I'm just kidding. I'm no, like, that's so true. But not trying to get moms to like, be like, oh my gosh, like I'm transferring this to my baby. I don't want you to stress <laughs> about that. Like that is not my intention. When I say that, it's just research and facts. It's science. Like they have proven that the third trimester is when babies feel the most maternal stress from their mother. Yes. And like, I swear by that I was doing like the meditations and I was doing affirmations and I was like sitting in the dark, talking to the baby and doing baby meditations like in the third trimester and this baby is the calmest chillest happiest freaking child and everyone comments on it they're like is she like this all the time I'm like yes they're like what I'm like like I'm not even kidding you obviously I'm up talking my own child but I am so glad you're sharing this like And I had a whole different experience where my babies came out screaming and colic for six to 10 weeks. And I was stressed through most of my pregnancies beyond Mm. limits because like I had never, I didn't know I suffered with severe anxiety and depression. I didn't have a coach or a therapist then. So looking back, I'm like, where was me? when I needed me like a postpartum coach or a therapist because I do know a lot of that maternal stress and anxiety did go to my babies and they were not chill babies. Most of them, I had (laughs) one super chill baby and that was the less stressful like pregnancy I had. So totally to me, like facts, like those are my statistics. Like I believe in that hundred percent. So yes, like me too. Like I swear to you, like I was, I was stretching. I was doing all these things while she was in there and I was putting my hands on there and doing these meditations and all these things. And she like literally doesn't cry. Like, and everyone's like, she doesn't cry. I'm like, no. So like, we just feel so lucky, you know, like we're like, yeah. oh, we're so blessed. Like she's like the chillest baby, but you know, babies take a turn at any time. So who knows? But exactly. That's why I'm like, don't, don't like come at me and be like, Chassie, you told me my baby's going to be chill. Cause I like <laughs> meditated every day. <laughs> No, I think it does. Like, I think what it did do for my birth and I think also postpartum is willpower is, and like mental strength. 
not even like physical stuff and like that's a lot of what the midwives told me like I was like completely level the entire three days I love that. um and they were just like you are they were just like I don't how are you like are you good I was like I'm good I don't know you know like it's real surrender it allowed you to surrender to the experience and that's what I want you mamas to know is like the more you can surrender and let go of your type a personality the better off your your pregnancy will be your postpartum will be and it's so hard because like there's many reasons why you want control and you are a type A person. I can tell you all about that in a session, but, (laughs) but it's like, um, but yeah, it's like, if we can just surrender, that's where you can find peace in the moments that seem like super anxious or could be super anxious for you. And I didn't surrender to most of my postpartums and that's, I had severe postpartum depression, anxiety with all five of my babies. Some were worse than others. And it was so hard it was so hard to get through each one of those. So yeah, I'm glad you shared that. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. What else can I say? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. This was great. This is so great. Um, just to close off, like, what do you feel like was the biggest, you said the biggest takeaway, but like you as an individual, not just being like a mother, but like finding yourself in motherhood um I think oh that's such a hard question was such a good one um I think I just realized that what I need is still is like more even more important now that I have a kid and that I shouldn't feel like guilty about you know needing a break or like getting overwhelmed or not wanting to hold my baby and like for a day like that is something that helps me regulate myself Mm -hmm. and helps her regulate that she's not always with me you know right Right. and and I think I told you this but um, my coach, when I was struggling with mom guilt and wanting, you know, I want to leave my babies, but every time I did, I have super high anxiety. She taught me that it's so good for your babies, children to learn love from other people, because when they learn love from other people, they not only can receive love from others better, but they can give off love to others better too, to everyone. And I loved that perspective because that helped me to go and be like, you know what? grandma's going to take over and grandma's going to love her and grandma's going to do it her way. Or my husband's going to do it his way. And that's okay that it's not my way because they're getting love and nurture, you know, being nurtured in a different way, but they're learning like, that's okay to have different ways. Yes. I love that. So that really helped me get over some of that mom guilt and to move forward like with my goals and my dreams and my passions and to go for it and to find myself in motherhood again so yeah I love that so good so good okay well we're going to sign off thank you Katie so much for being here on the podcast today you're an incredible mama woman wife friend, sister, all the above. And I'm just so grateful that I'm in your life (laughs) and how we found each other. Actually, you found me, but I'm just so glad you found me. 
And it's just been like, I don't know if honor is the best word, but it's just been an amazing journey to witness everything that you've gone through and to see where you are now from 10 months ago. So thank you. Thank you. You're so sweet. All right, everyone. I will talk to you soon.